I'm going to like this next topic, mental concentration. And I don't know what you guys think of mental concentration, but let me know your thoughts with the voice messages. But we're not talking about like just concentrating on an object and moving it at will, right? Even though we're talking about sending all these thought waves, um, people want to manifest things. So there's a lot of other uh, topics that we have to talk about, not just uh, the practical mental influence. So you know, let's get into it, I suppose. Mental concentration. The two principal factors in the manifestation, which you guys like, you know, of mental influence in all of its forms are what is known as one concentration and two mental imaging. The first of these factors shall be considered in this chapter, the succeeding chapter, of the consideration of the second. Concentration is a word derived from the two Latin words, i.e. con, prefix meaning to, and, and by the way, we just talked about the word con in the end of my last recording, right? There's con, there's die, and there's calm. Calm was like together within like the whole community. Con is two within connected and divergence is like the differences. And central meaning to center or fixed central point. The two words combined mean literally to bring to a common point, to focus, and etc. And I just like that because when you talk about focus to bring to a common point, yet you're thinking of something mental, even though your eyes are able to see things right in front of you, your mind is also able to see things. And when people really talk about their third eye, their pineal gland, it's their imagination, right? So like, maybe that's what I like to think about. And when you can imagine those things that you've put together from just other aspects of reality, like creating, uh, not a potion this time, let's just say like a, a recipe, then if you can concentrate on that, you'll be able to make that come into fruition. All right, but there's a lot of things that kind of get into the way. And if you go check out my YouTube at SwayQuan11, I'll put the link somewhere. Um, I do have that manifestation equation out there. All right. Um, thus, the word concentration is yes. Borrowing an analogous illustration from physical science, we readily see that the highest forms of energy, force, or power are manifested by bringing the force to a focus, center, or common point, thereby directing to that point that entire energy employed instead of allowing it to become dissipated over a larger area. The electricity generated by a battery or dynamo is also allowed to diffuse itself over a larger surface manifest, but a smaller degree of power may be obtained by it by compelling it to discharge itself from a small point of focus. The same is true regarding a power of steam, which manifests great power by being forced to discharge itself through a small point or opening instead a being permitted to spread itself widely in the air. The same law applies to gunpowder, which manifests itself by gases being compelled to escape through a small gun barrel instead of expanding in all directions, which would be too unconfined. We're talking about the concentration now, right? Everything needs to be uh, moved to a specific point. It's almost like a lot of pressure being built up, I suppose, and then boom, something is ejected, right? So between two things, right? So like you have your two eyes and then you have that third eye. Just imagine like just... You know, the thought just being just compressed and it actually comes into flourishing right out of your head. And if there was some sort of screen that we could see, a special lens that we could see, like how things are manifesting in front of people, well, then it would look almost beautiful. You would actually be able to believe and believe is another important aspect upon manifesting things. But we can use focus, I suppose. Right. Another familiar example is that of the sunglass or burning glass, which brings folks to the rays of sun to a common point or focus greatly intensifying the heat or light by reason thereof. The occult masters have ever been impressed upon the pupils of the importance and the necessity of acquiring the power of mental concentration 
and all trained and developed occultists have practiced and pers persevered towards this end. The result being that some of them attained almost miraculous mental powers and influence. All occult phenomena are caused in this way, and all occult power depends on it. Therefore, the student of mental influence should devote much thought, time, and practice into the most important branch of the subject. It is a fact known that all students of mental phenomena, that are very few persons, possess more than a very small degree of concentration. They allow their mental forces to become scattered and dissipated in all directions and attain little to no results from this saying. In the degree that a man may be able to concentrate, so he is able to manifest mental power. A man's power of mental concentration is the greatest extent to his mental greatness. And what I find interesting is since we're talking about mental, like mentality, mental states of mind, there are mental states of mind that stop people from being able to concentrate. And if people finally understood like concentration and knew what to do in their own direction, they'd be able to manifest anything. We can say succeed in life in the way they want to. Um, what I think is interesting is that like I think a lot of people take like ADHD pills or if that's even the right thing, all right. Um, and then when they reach like a certain point in life, they might, you know, get an office job or something like that. I don't know what people do in life, but it's just all that energy, all that concentration is just pinpointed into something that they want you to do. But like when you're younger, it, it takes mental fortitude to be able to like gather your thoughts, so to speak, and pinpoint it in a specific way. And I find it interesting because I could say personally from what I'm doing right now that my mind is scattered all over the place, right? Yet I'm trying to manifest one specific thing because you can you can only reach X. So I suppose if you do have a lot of things just going around in your mind, just try to like gather and like see the connection between all of them. The concentration, so we'll see the connection between all of them, string them all along, and then you can be able to find the pinpoint, I suppose. Mental concentration and practice consists of focusing the mind upon a given subject or object firmly and fixedly, and then holding it there for a certain time, fully intent upon its object and not allowing it to be diverted or attracted from its object. It likewise consists of the correlative power and then detaching the mind from that subject or object and either allowing it to rest or else focusing it upon another subject. In other words, it either gives an undivided attention or else inhibits or shuts off attention from the given object or subject to the reader who has no experience along the lines of mental concentration or the listener it may seem that a very easy task to focus upon the mind of the subject and then hold it there firm and fixedly but a little practice will undeceive such a person and will bring them back to realizing sense of the difficulty of the task and i think that's interesting because i like personally speaking I uh, always was in my own mind, a lot of inner reflection and stuff like that, all right? So in terms of concentration, it's like you, you know what you want to do, right? But at the same time, you weren't trained to do it. You've been thinking your whole life. You've been using your body your whole life. But if you just suddenly wanted to do like gymnastics, you can't actually do that. Um, but most likely, if you had a trained body, all right, which a lot of people don't for gymnastics, if they were able to concentrate their mind at like a pinpoint without actually knowing gymnastics, but they were learning at a very fast rate, um, there you go. I think it's very interesting. The mind has a very restless thing, and its tendency is to dance from one thing to another, darting here and there, soon tiring of continued attention, and then like a spoiled child taking a new object in which to exercise itself. On the other hand, 
Many people allow their minds to concentrate involuntarily upon whatever may strike their fancy and forgetting everything else. They give themselves up to the object attracting their attention for the moment, often neglecting duties and important interests and becoming daydreamers instead of firm thinkers. This involuntary concentration is a thing to be avoided, for it is allowing the attention to escape the control of will. The mental concentration of the occultist is a very difficult thing and is solely in control of the will, being applied to the desirable of taking off or inhibited when desirable. The trained occultist will concentrate upon a subject or object with a wonderful intensity, seemingly completely absorbed in the subject or object before him, the oblivious to all else in the given of the world. And yet, the task is accomplished and the given time expired, he will detach his mind from the object and will be perfectly fresh, watchful and wide awake to the next matter before him. This is a difference in being controlled by involuntary attention with the species of self-hypnotism and self-control of the attention, which is the evidence of mastery. Personally speaking, all right, I uh, go to work and I think about like mental fortitude. I think about my mind being in other places while I am doing my job, all right? And I will not pay attention to other people. I'm there to work, all right? And like other people find that weird. Because it's a social, it's not even a social place. You can be social for sure, but um, then I'll just snap back into reality when I have to like communicate with someone else. And yeah, snap back into reality because I have to uh, connect to someone else's mind and reality exists in someone else's mind. So, yeah. The secret of mental concentration lies in the control of the attention and the control of the attention lies with the exercise of will. A celebrated French physiologist, as well as a psychologist, says the authority, quote, is subject to the superior authority of ego. I yield it or I withhold it as I please. I direct it, turn it into several points. I concentrate it upon each point as long as I can stand the effort. Sully says attention may be roughly defined as the act of self-direction of the mind to any subject with presenting self in the moment, end quote. All the occult authorities begin teaching their pupils attention as the first step toward mental concentration. They instruct the pupil to examine some familiar objects and endeavor to see many details as possible in the object. Then after hearing the pupils report, the seconds the master sends them back to the task, bidding him to seek new details, and so on, until the last pupil has discovered about all concerning the object can be discovered. The next day, a new object is given to him, and the process is repeated. First simple objects are given, and then more complex ones, until at the last objects of great complexity are easily mastered. In this way, not only is the power as closely observation highly developed, but also the faculty of attention becomes so highly strengthened that the pupil is able to exert the greatest amount of mental concentration with scarcely the conscious effort. In such, a person begins to become very giant in the manifestation of mental influence. For he is able to hold his mind one pointed at this orientals describe it until he is focused at the directed and mighty degree of mental influence toward the desired object. I like the whole thing of like one pointed because if you take two circles together, all right, you can take that as your two eyes, you will get like a third little shape inside, all right? It won't be a perfect circle, but you can think of it as one point. Among the practices imposed upon their pupils by occult masters may be named mathematics, drawings, analysts, etc. You will readily see why this is. To begin with, mathematics requires an undivided attention of the student. 
Unless he concentrates upon his examples, he will not be able to work out their solution. In the accordance of the principle in nature, that practice makes perfect. In the exercise of our power, the practice of the mind along the lines requiring voluntary attention and mental concentration will inevitably result in the acquirement of the mental control and power which renders possible the strongest manifestation of mental influence. The person who uses mental influence must certainly possess the power of focusing the force to a common point in order to man manifest the greatest amount of power and influence. That faculty and focusing results from the training of the mind along the lines of concentration, and concentration arises from the mastery of voluntary attention. So there you have the whole matter in a nutshell. So your first step towards acquiring mental influence should be to cultivate voluntary attention. We might fill page after page with exercises designed to strengthen your faculty of voluntary attention, but what would be used? The best plan is to set you to work to find something upon you can concentrate for the very search you will develop attention. Look around you for an object to study in detail, then concentrate your attention upon it until you have seen there is all but to be seen. Then take another object and pursue the practice further. Take a page, this page, if you will, and count the numbers of the words on it. You will be able to, how many words are required to fill each line. On the average, then see how many letters there are on each word in each line and on the whole page. Then go over the page to see if there's any words are misspelled or if there are any letters that are imperfect, etc. In short, get acquainted with this page until you know all about it. Then take another page and after studying that, go the same way. Compare it to and so on. Of course, this will be very dry and tedious until you get the interest of it. And remembering that what takes the exercise is designed for me to rouse this interest. After practicing this way for a short time each day, you will begin to find that you are able to bestow greater attention upon objects upon which you are trying to manifest mental influence. You are developing concentration, and that is the great secret of use of mental influence, and explains the difference in its manifestation amongst men. Think over this.